are recording on February 24th, 2021. This is the 229th episode of the Quarantine Cast. Uh, it's my understanding that a bunch of Andrew's co-workers might be listening to this episode of the podcast. So... That's asking a lot of them. Hi. Huh. Hey, how you guys doing? Let's hit the Let's hit the deep shit. What do you... Why do you guys think that there that something exists rather than nothing? Um, so we can suffer. Mm. Yeah, it's funny. Is huh? Is there a creator, a, a, a clock tinkerer, uh, who enjoys takes delight in our suffering and yeah, finds I like it to comical? think that it's less of a clock tinkerer and more of just an IT dude. <laughs> he it's his job to figure everything out but he's in the same place as you and he's just trying to present that he does sure oh yeah did you try turning it off and turning it on again gun in my mouth <laughs> and, and i'll it, it'll come back on yeah probably i don't know man maybe i think it's more i think it is more cyclical kind of like what andrew's hinting at where you know, the last sentient creature in the universe as it's dying. They, they get to be in charge of the next go-around. They get to figure oh. out... It's, like, a battle, it's a battle royale. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, it's battle royale. Exactly. The, uni- the yeah. universe is just Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I like that. But Andrew, if he's saying IT guy, it sounds like we're getting into simulation here. Are, are we? Do we live in a simulation? Is that, is that a thing? I'm about to lay some knowledge on you, Ryan. Ooh. Oh, I, if it's what I think it is, I'm well aware. I have my own... You, you're you not in a simulation. You're <gasps> oh. inside a simulation. Inside, inside a simulation. <laughs> inside a simulation. Inside of a taco. Taco in a Bell. Taco Bell. <laughs> inside of all. Players. <laughs> if we... No, no, I mean, we are, yeah. right? Right. Like, low-key we are, but, like, it doesn't matter. No. It's indistinguishable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, in the like, same way almost that, like, certainly the, in the, a simulation. The whole simulation theory is there's literally nothing to suggest ever or ever has been or ever will be that we are inside simulation. But you can't prove that we're not. So, for all intents and purposes, we are. But also, we're not. I don't like, know about that. I would say, if you think about it logically... Um, considering the leaps and bounds of technology, like how fast things progress, if you think that like human beings and not just human beings, obviously, like our universe is gargantuan, there's intelligent life almost certainly in other places in the universe. And if there's not, that's very bad for us. Like, <laughs> that, that means that there's like a great filter that mm-hmm. kills things before they become super intelligent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, somewhere out there exists the technology to simulate a universe And if that's the case, then just like by definition, what are the odds that we're on the outside most layer? Because there's an infinite amount then of simulations inside of simulations, like you said with the meme. Uh, Why, like, it's a one in infinite, like one in infinite, yeah, one in infinity chance that we are on the outermost layer and not in a simulation. Like, in in reality, if you think about it, we kind of have to be in a simulation. If it, if it is possible to simulate a universe, then we are almost certainly in a simulation. Doesn't even have to be a simulation. We could be a teeny-verse powering some dude's car right now. 
Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's basically, yeah, what a simulation is. Mm-hmm. Like, are, are teeny versus just uh, universes where the atoms are slightly more compact? Not, not, not the atoms are compact, slight- the space in between, like, the neutrons and protons are smaller, so everything's to scale. Or the neutrons and protons themselves are smaller. Yeah. But they maintain the same mass, except for when they don't, like Ant-Man. <laughs> they're like, and, it, and it keeps the same mass. And then he puts a tank on his keychain, and it's like, wait. And, and he stands on a dude's gun, and it, yeah. it's not just weighing him down. Yeah, like a, there's a 200-pound man on his gun. And yeah. he's like, I'm it's... hiding in this man's pocket. Like, shouldn't he tell that there's like 200 pounds <laughs> An in his pocket? Of weight. It's really a line of dialogue. It's really... They didn't have to say. There is a line of dialogue saying that the mass stays constant. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have to put that line in, and everyone would have just been like, whatever, it's like magic. Yeah, like, yeah no, they, they didn't have to make rules, but they purposely <laughs> made rules made and then rule. broke them in the same <laughs> movie. Which I haven't seen, by the way. I have not seen Ant-Man. I guess there's a character in WandaVision, the FBI agent, uh, Jimmy Woo, is from Ant-Man. Or like Ant-Man 2 or something. I had no right. fucking mm-hmm. idea. There's, like, other Ant-Men yeah. is the whole thing with Ant-Man. So, yeah, it becomes weird. He's just, like, the LeBron James of being an Ant-Man. That's <laughs> <laughs> my understanding. It's like, what's the biggest you ever got? And he's like, oh, 20 feet. And he's like, what about you? 65. It's like, ooh. <laughs> it's like a weird dick measuring contest of how big you can make yourself using pim particles or whatever. What'd you do when you got that... I- just kind of like hung out in an airport tarmac for a while. Uh, hung out. <laughs> he was he was fighting Spider Man. Sure. Wow. <laughs> Not Fucking good movie. Shots. Not much of a fight. I mean, once again, that he would be remarkably light at that size. Mm-hmm. In theory, if he were to hit you. It would feel like a 200-pound person just hitting you. It wouldn't feel like a 65-foot-tall giant, like, swatting you away like the fly you are. Can you imagine the, like, the the fist that is the size of a station wagon coming in and hitting you, and you just going, ow! Yeah, like, ah, fuck. You got me right in the ear, but, like, just, like, a dude hitting me right in the ear. It, like, knocks you back a couple feet, and you're just like, wait... Fucking ow. (laughs) Unless that's one of the times where they can just make it not work that way. Yeah. Well, I don't remember that fight scene very well, but I think he does, yeah, like, knock some shit around. Yeah, he, like, lifts a plane or or part of a plane or something. I don't remember the fight very well, I'll be honest. I just remember, Underoos! Which, like, that whole concept, by the way, like, Underoos... Was, you know, like, a, it was like a pajama yeah. type setup from back in, like, the 60s. And a common one was Spider-Man. But, like, in this universe. Yeah, like, that's what he was Spider-Man, saying, under ruse. Yeah, under ruse. Okay. Because like, I, yeah. I think I know what those are. I think I remember those commercials. Yeah. But <laughs> I thought they he were, was just saying something popular. in a different language or that was a reference to a movie I didn't understand. But in the MCU, Spider-Man was born in, what, like... 1998 so how right 
How does that work? Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Well, like, the reference gets really weird and reflexive. Like, it's like, how did... Yeah, I, don't know. Like, I mean, yeah, Spider-Man shows up for the first time. They're like, oh, lol, it's the dude that's on the back of all those uh, kids' backpacks. Yeah. Like, hey, look, it's Lunchbox. <laughs> like, what? I just... I am just now a thing. Yeah. And, like, it makes sense when, you know, it's a more established superhero, like, in their second movie, and there's, like, talking about the merch rights and their fans and stuff like that. That's like, yeah, cool, mm-hmm. you're being reflexive, but, like... Yeah, when it requires real-world knowledge that wouldn't exist in their world, seem it gets a little strange. Where it's like, hold on, I how does he how does he know that? Also, like if we're digging into the writing of some of of Peter Parker in the Marvel movies, very late millennials, Gen Z, they don't refer to shit like Alien as that really old movie Alien. Like that's. They would know that from a meme that's not like some boomer concept to them. It, I, I found that characterization weird. Well, okay, Lucas. That movie was written yeah, by boomers. Like, that, that Peter Parker is not supposed to be a real kid. He's what boomers think kids are. Yeah, and that's dumb. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. That's how most movies work. Yeah. <laughs> If you, like ninety percent of movies, unless they get Jabuki Young White to be a like yeah. youth correspondent, then yeah, they're fucked. And also, like Jabuki is like I don't know, he's like a year older than us. Like, yeah, but that's still he's not like a zoomer in comparison. Sure, remarkably in touch, <laughs> and he's old enough where he's not just like like as he's walking in the office like. He's old enough to have common language. <laughs> yeah. He he can communicate. He's the bridge. Yeah. He's the fucking uh the missing link. Yeah. <laughs> between the Zoomers and millennials. Yeah. Yeah. The species of boomer and the species of Gen Z. Jabuki is the missing link. <laughs> millennials just don't exist. Or or Gen X. I mean, yeah. Gen X are just boomer diet. <laughs> sure. Not even diet boomer. They're boomer diet. I... <laughs> boomer. Boomer zero calories. They're depressed millennials who didn't realize how good they had it. Okay, depressed millennials are millennials. Yeah, I was going to say, you could just say <laughs> I don't think Gen X is more depressed Undeservedly than depressed millennials. How about that? More entitled millennial? Now we're getting... You're just saying things that are known for millennials. Gen Xers actually had job opportunities. Like, they got out of high school, they got out of college, they had opportunities. Yeah, they were boring jobs that they didn't want to work, but they had an option. Two of the three of us are not working, like, boring jobs that we don't want to do. And I'm not going to say who's who, because <laughs> there might be coworkers listening. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're, can we complain? We're sitting here, three employed people, and, like, a lot of us like what we do. A lot. I don't know. It's fair. Are we we making a scarecrow? If anything, it's Gen Z coming out during a literal pandemic. Yeah, they have no... Where there's literally no jobs. they, They have no job opportunities and also aren't getting any sort of real education. Like... Make make no mistake, like they, you know, there have been points made in the past of like, 
Yeah, like a college education nowadays is like the equivalent of, you know, high school education 30 years ago, that type of thing. You can make whatever arguments you want to make about that. But if you're a, a Gen Z kid and you're graduating from high school and you're going into college or you're graduating from college now, everyone knows you didn't actually get an education. <laughs> you sat at home depressed while a bunch of old people tried to figure out how to turn the cat filter off. Like, they, you are useless to the rest of society and you know it and so do employers. It's not your fault, but it's true. It's the, it's the pay $12,000 a year for Netflix thing. Like, yeah. It's a, the most expensive streaming platform of all time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, people will probably know that. It'll probably come up in interviews a lot. Like, oh, hey, so what was it like working, like, you know, learning remotely and stuff? And then, then they have a panic attack and <laughs> hear explosions and yeah. And based on their answer, like that, that'll say something about like their work ethic and their qualifications. Mm-hmm. So it's like a super loaded question. And it's a yeah. thing that's going to have impacts for a long time. Like whenever school and college goes back kind of towards where it was before, it probably will never be the same. But once it gets to some level of normalcy, the kids that had to like deal with this shit now are not going to be in a good place to just pretend like that didn't happen and move on. <laughs> like, they are going to, one, be behind in their education. Like, that's just a thing. Uh, and also, they're probably going to be pretty fucked up. Like, even people that aren't in college and, like, are, have decent jobs and haven't had to deal with the stress of the pandemic that some people have had to, they're still fucked up. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. Andrew, you're not gonna, gonna be, be a okay. good time. It's gonna be bad times at the El Royale. You can get through this, Andrew. Last... I believe in you. When was the last journal entry you made, Andrew? Uh, a couple weeks ago. I don't know. Oh, yeah! it's been a while. I didn't know you were sticking with. A couple weeks is. I thought you'd be like. I kind of gave up on it like uh, six months. When ago. did when did we hit four hundred thousand deaths? That was my last journal entry. <laughs> what you What'd you say? What was the? I don't even remember. Not gonna be four thousand and one today. I was gonna. I, I think. I think what 000. I said is. Uh, I think it's time. What? We hit five hundred thousand deaths. I think it's time. Yeah, we hit five hundred thousand deaths like a week or two ago. It's huh. just it always takes the news. Like a week ago. I think it. Eh, whatever. Um. Do it. Sure. Journal. Journal. Do it live and then no. <laughs> write it down. Yeah, I just listen back to the audio recording and write a transcript. There's a transcript. Yeah, you can just copy paste. Google Tactics. Yeah, well, it's not. A, it's not a Google product. Oh shit. Yeah, right. we don't want to get sued. Shit, shit. Uh, I'm just not, gonna print this not. off and like tape it inside my journal. So this is what I was doing at that point. Just screeching. Well, no, you, t- you take the transcript, Google Doc. You take a picture of that with your phone. Oh, you. Fax it over to your printer. <laughs> and then take that and, yeah, like, scotch tape it shittily to a page of your journal. No, I, I use, like, carbon paper to, to like, outline it and transcribe it over. Yeah. Sounds great. What, what You don't remember anything? No, no snippets from your 400,000 deaths entry? No, it's been a while. I don't think I wrote much. I think it was something along the lines of, 
yeah, we're probably going to hit 500,000 by the end of the month. And 400,000 And I think I was wrong. I, I think because positive cases have gone down a little bit, uh, it ended up being like five weeks since I wrote that down and not not just a month. So That's like an eon. I mean, isn't five weeks like... Four depending on the month, like a couple yeah. of days, yeah, more than a month, <laughs> yeah, it was like still a pretty yeah, five, five weeks is 35 days, <laughs> yeah. And when some months are 31 days, yeah, it's basically yeah, it's a month, not too bad. You're pretty close, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I picture, yeah, 400,000 deaths, uh, the, the, the pale grip of fear has plunged its fingers mercilessly into my pancreatic cistern. You're just mad living right now. (laughs) I shudder to imagine uh, the cosmological implications you are just mad living (laughs) like fuck think of an adjective uh, (laughs) now a proper noun. I'm trying to do it live. You refused the call. You no-butted me, so I had to yes-and myself. I'm not reading that journal live. I am not giving you... First off, the journal is not that crazy anymore. Anymore. It's been a while since I wrote in it. I think I I had a moment where I'm like, hmm, time for crazy journal, and I resisted. (laughs) Why did you resist? Andrew! It sounds so cathartic. It's not. (laughs) I think it is. I think this is a different part of you that's like, no, I'm strong. Monkey together strong. <laughs> I don't know, man. Monkonomics, man. How, how could it not be? How, how could it not be cathartic? We gotta get Jin Andrew back on the podcast. He he would share the journal, I think. Nah, Jin Andrew watched uh, Mad Max Fury Road last night. Yeah. I so. And he, Independently, gave it away. Independently, I also got wasted last night. Uh, I didn't get wasted. (laughs) I I was pretty buzzed. I didn't get wasted. Now we're talking degrees, whatever. Um, I wrote it. (laughs) Andrew just fucking. Hold on, I'm not an alcoholic. (laughs) You are. (laughs) Okay, no. If 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 we're going full transparency, yeah, I may have used. Truly hard seltzer has my mixer with gin. Yeah, but I don't have a problem. You have a problem. It's got vitamins. We we drink truly. We're seltzers are basically the same, and we have vitamins. So why not drink? No, that was Vizzy. Those were the Vizzy commercials. Uh, I loved that shit. I never bought a Vizzy, but (laughs) those commercials were so fucking on the nose. That was amazing. And just like everything's the same. There's no difference between our products, but we do have some vitamins. So why not? Yeah. (laughs) If we cost the same and it tastes the same, and ours has vitamins, feels like a no-brainer to me. Which (laughs) vitamins? Wow. Vitamin C, like the good ones. Yeah, that, that was the whole thing. It's like we have antioxidants and vitamin C. Okay, but they're at least okay. You know what you're getting into. You know that they're necessary vitamins. Cool. I wouldn't be surprised if at one point they were just like, try our once daily Vizzy seltzer. It's just got it's just like a fucking daily vitamin, but it's alcohol. 
They're like, make sure you don't drink more than one of these a day. Otherwise. <laughs> Otherwise you'll get drunk. Yeah. And... Well, no, like. Oh, that'd be there's terrible. There's fat soluble vitamins in here. <laughs> you don't want too much of vitamin B. <laughs> Dude, we got a lot of potassium in this thing. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, it's, it's radioactive. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you will die. This is. <laughs> This is this is what nurses do when they want to mercy kill someone. They just <laughs> shoot them full of potassium. So yeah, like don't drink too much. We know that good. it tastes really good, and you may be thinking at that party, I'm going to go crack open another Vizzy. But just remember, if that would make it 300% of your daily value of vitamin A, <laughs> you might go blind. Yeah. <laughs> One of It'll these, like... you got great eyesight. Two, blind. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be like eating what is it? Whale liver? What's the uh, polar bear? Uh, is it polar bear liver? Yeah, yeah. where it's just fucking—it's lethal. It's like lethal. It's got so much vitamin A in it. My guy, literal ambrosia here. Generations of stories about cracking this open and the perils that come with it. Yeah, still gonna sell this it is, to you. This though. is. This is the modern version of prohibition, where they put yeah, like fucking Drano in the in the alcohol cleaners, you know, where it's like ninety nine percent alcohol. They fucking poisoned it so that people wouldn't drink it, and of course, people still tried to drink it. Yeah, <laughs> and so a lot of people died that didn't have to die. Has anybody has anybody made Tide Pod looking gummies yet? Has anybody capitalized on that? I mean, like fruit gushers. <laughs> yeah, no, that was the, they okay. don't have to make candy that looks like Tide Pods. They made Tide Pods that <laughs> looked like candy. All I'm saying, that seems like something that would make the rounds through the novelty gift stores, like edible Tide Pods, or not Tide Pods, because they can't legally call them that, but, you know. Yeah. Well, and also, they probably don't work to wash clothes, right? As far as I'm aware, I don't think that there's edible soap. Maybe I'm wrong. I think there's some think? soap that's like not as bad for you. Like like Irish yeah. Spring soap probably won't kill you. No way that you'll just feel normal after eating it though. Get on it, Johnson and Johnson. You made no tear shampoo. Now make soap you can eat. Edible soap. There is an Etsy. <laughs> Edible soap. Uh, <laughs> there, there is soap that's just like made out of beeswax, so I imagine that's edible. But is real soap edible? As a kid, I had a teacher that made us literally wash our mouths with soap. Oh, I'm curious. Is it edible? <laughs> Am I going to die? <laughs> the main component probably isn't poisonous when ingested, but it wouldn't surprise me if it upsets the stomach when swallowed. I don't think that it does damage, but I still find it reprehensible behavior. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you could swallow it and it wouldn't do any serious harm or kill you but it wouldn't do much good either <laughs> yeah it's like the oxygen thing it's mark Bonanno just... in that sketch drinking aftershave he's like it's poison it's poison <laughs> and he just keeps drinking it <laughs> i've been canceled five times <laughs> 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 All right. We're just quoting Auntie Donna now. We got to do a clap sync and move on to the wacky post roll.
Nailed it. No day today. Wow, quote from Bruce Lee. Mm mm. My hands are legal, lethal weapons. The key to immortality is first living a life worth remembering. Yeah, isn't that like classical Buddhist doctrine that mm-hmm. like you die twice? Yeah. Once when you die, and once when people forget about you. But then Bruce Lee also famously passed in an untimely fashion. Yeah. Mm. Did live a life worth remembering, at least for a couple of decades. I think Bruce Lee will go down. Yeah. He'll be remembered. No, yeah, I'm, I'm sure like... he will too. I'm just saying, like, it's hasn't been that long in the grand scheme of things. When did Bruce Lee die? I know his son died, obviously, more recently. I don't know why I laughed there. Uh, uh, 73? Yeah. 50 years. Hmm. Been almost half a century. I thought he died in like the 90s for some reason. That was his son, I think. Oh, yeah. 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 No, his son, yeah, got shot by a fake, a supposedly fake gun. Where I think, like, what, the blank got lodged in the barrel somehow? So it ended up actually shooting a projectile, even though it wasn't like a bullet, and then that killed him. I think that was what happened in The Crow. Oh, yeah, yeah, that that was Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee was Bruce Lee's son. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. I I did not know that. Yeah, no. Now you're doing the math. Like, no, Ryan, you're confusing it with Brandon Lee. Like, yeah, his son. (laughs) That math checks out. Yeah, there there was like they hadn't cleaned the barrel of the gun, so there was a bunch of like like shards of metal in it. So the blank shot it out like a shotgun, and yeah, Ugh. Ain't, ain't good, fam. Nah, can't mess around with guns on set. Nope. Jesus, this is getting morbid. Sorry, Andrew's co-workers listening. We'll pull up, pull up, pull up. Uh, no, no, check uh, out yesterday's episode. It was pretty lighthearted. <laughs> um, did any other children's shows make you think ghosts were real? Kind of Scooby Doo, but also the movies kind classic of classic Scooby Doo didn't have any real shit. Right? Not not, not until you get into the movies. But yeah, like the original run of Scooby Doo, I'm like 99% that there was never any real bad guys. Yeah, but then, but then, costume. but then every movie just did the thing of making all of that real. They, they totally undercut their core concepts for a theatrical run. I mean, is it bad that as a kid I could decipher and I was like, these aren't canon? <laughs> <laughs> even as like an eight-year-old watching scooby-doo i was like no these movies are different from og scooby-doo this stuff's not canon when scooby and scrappy are at the what's it called where they they went to one thing and they played volleyball with like real ghosts mm-hmm. and witches and stuff where was oh, that? oh yeah it was the uh, uh shaggy was right? like the teacher it was yeah. like the high like monster high school or something yeah what was called the right. ghoul school ghoul school yeah i knew like this is not real <laughs> eight like this isn't canon what about scooby-doo on monster not monster island uh zombie island zombie island zombie island is that the hex girls no no that was the witch's ghost mm. 
Also, one other one. Like, the Hex Girls are in two of them. Hex Girls are recurring figures. Which is Ghost, but... um, I don't know if that's... Was their original one? It was like the vampire concert. Like, the vampires and the like heavy metal concert in Australia. That's a... That's a late... That might be a 2010s one. Is that Simple Plan? Ooh... That might have been the simple plan, plan era. The, yeah. Yeah, they did the What's New Scooby Doo? We're Get coming after you. Gonna solve that mystery. Okay, mm. so it's, it's a bop. Scooby Doo yeah. and the Witch's Ghost um, was the first one that they were in, and that was 99. And then Scooby Doo and the Legend of the Vampire was 2003. Oh. Wow, that animation with style changed metal. a lot. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I do love to imagine eight-year-old Brian walking up to his Pepe Silvia wall. Just doesn't fit in the Scooby-Doo timeline, guys. It can't be canon. It just didn't. I mean, in like the animation styles were always different, and like if Scrappy was in it, I automatically <laughs> threw it in the trash. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was not a bad move. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a Scooby-Doo canon, and yeah, for me. Scooby-Doo was a very well-established, like, no, you you go there, there's something weird going on, and then you find out that it's some dude trying to drive down the price of property so he can buy up all the land. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like 90% of Scooby-Doo episodes right there. <laughs> Get this red shirt shaggy shit out of my sight! Oh, How dare you try Dark. to replace the gang with the Boo Brothers?! What? <laughs> no. The yeah, Boo Brothers. Just not even close. I mean, did you guys watch? There was one where they went to Russia, I think, in What's New Scooby-Doo. And there's a point where they come across Lenin's corpse. <laughs> like Because, you know, he's like mummified and put yeah. on display. Yeah. In real life Russia. And like they go like, Lenin? Like as though kids are going to fucking know who Vladimir Lenin is and what the... <laughs> the communist uprising that he led was that's real that's i know yeah, that's a yeah, thing that's yeah, burned yeah, into my yeah, brain yeah i found it <laughs> yeah there's a point I know that's where i think scooby and shaggy are like hiding from something and they like yeah. are like in front of lenin's tomb mm-hmm. yeah they see a creepy corpse so they're like lenin as the time i was like oh lenin that's a creepy guy i don't fucking know and now I, Looking back on it, I can be like, what the fuck, writers? I, I am ecstatic to report that there is a Vladimir Lenin character page on the fandom Scooby-Doo wiki. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, I see it, Scoobypedia. Oh, yeah, they go they go to Moscow for a hockey tournament. And then, yeah, they're, like, going Lenin around, they find yeah, that's right. Vladimir Lenin. That's right. And there was this dude who would paint himself... In light blue paint, which was also what he would use to paint himself as the Frozen Fiend, to be a supporter of Finland or something? I don't remember. Or Sweden? I don't I don't remember exactly. But yeah, I remember the only thing that they gave a hint for, like the only time you ever saw this dude before, was when they did a cut to him as like a fan at the hockey game. Complete one-off, and you just think it's a joke. Like, oh, that fan's goofy because he's painted in blue paint. And he goes, Sweden, how sweet it is. Mm. And, like, cut. Back to the gang. You're supposed to realize from that, oh, he's wearing light blue paint. The Frozen Fiend is light blue. That's the Frozen Fiend. Like, what? 
Also, that's not that's real. That's also <laughs> lo- lo- looking in the uh, the character page for the Frozen Fiend. The mythos behind like the Frozen Fiend that this dude from Sweden is uh, copying is a, a Soviet hockey yeah. player that got yeah. banished to Siberia because Siberia he missed, cause he missed an open net. <laughs> after <laughs> that's so funny. After <laughs> after watching the death of Stalin, yeah, they probably did that. Well, of course they did that, but once again, this goes back to the whole, what the fuck writers? <laughs> like, American kids aren't going to understand, like, post, yeah, uh, post-fucking-Stalinist Russian uh, athletics policy for when their athletes failed. Like, we don't, we're not going to get the intricacies of that. This makes no sense. Yeah, we're not going to understand why this Vladimir Lenin reference is, like, particularly pertinent as they're running away from a a frozen corpse of what became of his revolution. Like we, we got to, we got to wrap this up, but I will shout out the Scooby-Doo wiki one more time on the Vladimir Lenin page under appearances. First bullet. What's new Scooby-Doo. Second bullet appears in episode 307. Diamonds are a ghoul's best friend. And then in parentheses, elevated text corpse. (laughs) Corpse. Appears as corpse. <laughs> you think he got credited? I hope so. <laughs> I hope they're still is, filling out Lennon's sad card. Yeah. Is Lennon in Creative Commons? Like, is he <laughs> royalty free <laughs> as a concept? We can only hope. Thank you all so much for checking out episode 229 of the Quarantine Cast. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. All of Andrew's co-workers listening to this, be a good work friend and support us on Patreon. A lot of great tiers you can subscribe to. And if you want to pay Andrew to insult you, we still have that offer out there. Haven't got the chance yet, uh, but please, I'm yeah? pitching. Hell yeah. Please email us your uh, business uh, opportunities and questions to our email, voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. Uh, check us out on Instagram and YouTube, where we have highlights of some of our best clips. Uh, check out the ActBlue link in the description down below if you'd like to help a collection of great causes. And follow me at LucasDeRider on Twitter to keep up with all of my writing. Thank you all so much for listening, and good luck out there.